Yeah! It's the five tool. Wait for it. Podcast. That's right. It's the five tool podcast. We're coming at you live or sort of live here on a Saturday in West Bend, Wisconsin. We got the whole gang in the house tonight. It's good, good to see you guys. We haven't seen Seamus down here in quite a while. So let's have, get everybody's introduction. Seamus, you good? I'm always good. Black Josh, you good? I'm good. That's right. We're finally kicking it here all in the same room for the first time since this COVID pandemic has began. And we're not wearing masks. And we're not wearing masks. In fact, we were all just making out. Wow. <laughs> I was gone for that. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're all coming at you here on a Saturday. Um, got a bunch of hot topics to get to. But first, I want to ask everybody, like we always do, how you holding up, Seamus? How you holding up? I'm living a dream. I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. I, we're on week eight of this shit, and honestly, my life really hasn't changed <laughs> all that much. Other than traffic, huh? Yeah, yeah except Is that for, still low? It, yeah, it is. It's still light. Um, I got a I got a nice little change this week. I'm instead of going back out to the East Coast, I am going to be going down by Houston. So it's going to be interesting to see what what that traffic's like. But yeah, I mean, the last six out of the last eight weeks, I've been out on the East Coast, and it's been absolutely beautiful. Yeah, otherwise. weather's getting nice, and yeah, for truck drivers, man, you. This is probably the best time for you because the roads are a little more clear, less people out working. Yeah. If you're going out of Houston, you're bringing a trash can. I'm, I I have the trash can already loaded up. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Well, good to hear. Seamus is doing good. Black Josh, how are you holding up? I'd be doing better if I was getting my unemployment. Still ain't got no unemployment. I got six weeks pending right now. Jeez, you're gonna get a big fat check. Government's gonna owe you a lot of money. They do owe me a lot of money as of right now, but well, unfortunately, I've gotten zero dollars from them. Other, I did get my stimulus, but I still got six weeks of unemployment pending, and I want my damn money. <laughs> well, Trump, if you're listening out there, and we know you are, get Seamus his money. Do you guys know Trump played baseball in high school? Why, why is Trump going to get me my money? He should get Josh, Black Josh his money. No, I said you know he played baseball at high school. Yeah, but baseball. you said get Seamus his money. Oh, I'm sorry, Black Josh, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for you, dude. I know. <laughs> Somebody give Black Josh some money. But yeah, Trump played ball in high school. He wasn't very good. Because um, <laughs> well, that's relevant. <laughs> well, he's the one who owes you your money. When you're rich, you don't need to be able to play ball. I guess. Look at pool holes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I was just watching a video before when I was waiting for you guys about how slow Albert Pujols is. Um, it was out of like 333 baseball players. He was the 332nd slowest player in baseball in 2019. It takes him over four and a half seconds to get the first. You guys Isn't think... he like 50? That's another scandal that I found out about. Apparently he may have lied about his age. Um, there was some report that he had set a, a different birthday than what's listed on, and that it's, he's actually probably 41 and not 39 right now. Does it matter? <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't understand why that's well why because that matters. Because the Angels probably wouldn't want to continue to have a 41-year-old player on their team. It's different but when he's If he can still hit, who cares? He can't hit, though. He can't really do anything right now. Well, right now, nobody can. They're just paying him a lot of money, and they continue to pay him money because they don't want to look like they made a stupid deal when they signed him for, what, 10 years, $245 million? He's, he's been productive for them. Not really. 
<laughs> not not as an angel. See, th- what they do is they put they always put Trout third or second, and then they put pool holes right behind them because it's easy to back clean up when you got Mike Trout always on base in front of you. So if right. if if you pools can just, even put the ball in play, Mike Trout's getting a third score. You guys just keep running your mouth, and I'm gonna find out. Butcher's got really really filthy fucking knees. Yeah, yeah, I was I was down on my knees working on the old Jeep today. He had 93 RBIs last year. That is really good, actually. What's so, his batting average? 244. That's not that good, that's, but it ain't that bad. That's pretty damn good for a 38-year-old, actually. Or a 49-year-old. Or is he a 40-year-old? Or a 40-year-old. Yeah, yeah 40, 41-year-old. I guess. Would you guys want pool holes in your lineup? No. Yeah. No. no? Yes. Yeah. Are you kidding me? In a, in a, national, in a league. national league team? No. Because then he's got to play first. He's got to play him. He used okay. to be a really good first baseman. Okay, yeah. he, was, he, he was also a really good left fielder. Yeah. Okay, but still. So since he's been with the Angels, one, two, three, four. He's had four years where he's had over a hundred RBIs. Out of the one, two, three, four, four, six, eight of eight years. You got to add at least twenty, twenty-five RBIs for the fact that Mike Trout's on base in front of you. Doesn't I don't care who's on base in front of you. <laughs> I think it does make it does it is a factor because number one, Mike Trout's always going to get on base. His lowest batting average since he's been with LA has been two forty-one. The Chris, the Chris I, Davis range. I don't see any problem with this at all. I would definitely want him in my lineup if I was on an American League team. Yeah, because he would use the DH for him. Yep. I guess if he's hitting long balls, he doesn't need to be fast, right? Yeah. All right. You take as much time as you want walking around them bases. I don't think I would run pool holes on my lineup, but I, I, would, just, I just... I would give him a wheelchair and let him go run on <laughs> the If he's hitting dingers. So I'm going to get... A motorized Walmart scooter. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's get to the hot topics in baseball today. Um, the big news that came out yesterday, the 2020 Major League Baseball draft will be shortened to only five rounds. Any undrafted player is eligible to sign a, for a $20,000 bonus. Um, this, is a quote, this is a quote from Jeff Passan for MLB. A majority of front offices were pushing for a longer draft, recognizing the value reaped in the later rounds can be immense. Um, pushback, pushback to keep the draft as short as possible, from some owners was strong. The typical draft is 40 rounds. Last year's draft consisted of 1,217 players. Um, this was done to cut costs. Over $61 million was spent on players drafted after the fifth round last year. J.J. Cooper of Baseball America says the agreement came at a significant cost to MLB draftees, where, who in many cases will find their door to playing pro ball closed in 2020 unless they're willing to accept signing bonuses that are less than below market value. Um, so teams are going to be limited to, to spending up to twenty thousand dollars for those undrafted um, picks. Um, the max is used to be typically one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. So there's going to be a lot less people drafted in this draft. There's going to be a lot of kids who have their careers altered. And I know we've talked about this in in previous podcasts because we knew that this was imminent weeks and weeks ago. And I tried talking about this with the guys, but we had Eric and Kyle on, and they just kind of change the topic to be just about how they hate drafts and how they think they're boring. But that really wasn't what I was trying to talk about. I think I think this is going to significantly impact the next few years of baseball. Because, you know, it takes a guy three or four years to come up and, and make a stand. But then you got you guys like Juan Soto, Vlad Guerrero Jr., younger guys who make an impact within one or two years of being drafted. And we're not, with, with less guys getting drafted and the signing bonuses less, these guys are going to potentially want to go play overseas or they're going to have to continue their college career this also affects um scholarships from colleges drafting guys who were very like draft market eligible 
coming out of high school. So, Seamus, I want to get your thoughts on the five-round draft. Is this going to be a big impact, or do you think there's plenty of ways around this? Um, honestly, I, I don't think it's going to be that big of an impact. Primarily because, you know, the guys that you were talking about, them high school kids that are getting, you know, that they're getting offers. Um, those guys, those guys are going to be going in the first few rounds anyway. You know, them, them once in a lifetime high school guys that, you know, it's like, got to get this guy. We got to get in on him and we got to get him into the system. They're still going to, they're still going to be first, second, third round guys. Um, the six, seven, eight, nine round guys, I mean, it's a crapshoot anyway, nine times out of 10 with those guys. So if, if those guys end up not being drafted and, you know, a team picks one up for 25 grand, it's, it's really no skin off the team's nose. The player still gets an opportunity to prove himself. He just does it without a drafted number behind his name when they start talking, you know, when they put the graphics up on the TV screen. Yeah, plus he'll be making a significant less signing bonus. I mean, $20,000 isn't really something a guy can live off of. But I understand what you're saying. Well, but Do that's you... a signing bonus. That's not his contract. Right, but the, yeah, I suppose the contracts are pretty low in the in the low minor leagues. I could live for a pretty with. long time on twenty grand. Right, <laughs> but these are guys who have to travel everywhere, who have to go all over the place. Oftentimes, they're yeah, but the team has a meal budget. You know, they they get per diem. It's like per diem. It's like eight hundred dollars a month typically at the low levels. For what? Just for food? Yeah, dude, you can easy. <laughs> it easy. is very. When I go out on the road, I give myself an allowance of two hundred dollars a week out on the road. Yeah, but you're so, so that's. Eight hundred dollars a month. Ooh. Yeah, but Ooh. yeah, but you're you're staying in your truck. These guys have to stay at these different homes. They 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 have to be. They have to watch their diet a hell of a lot more. They yeah, but they're only paying set. for their food. That's not that eight hundred dollars is food money. And I'm just saying they have a more stressful life than a typical person who gets to go home. If they're staying in a hotel, weekend. most of the time they have continental breakfasts. They're not free. usually. <laughs> those are biscuits and gravy out of a can. I had really good. Continental breakfast. So Lucky so charms in a single pack. <laughs> hey, it's free. Who cares? Apple. These tax, guys have to. The it, banana. These, get, these, these guys have waffle. to maintain. These guys have to maintain a like a specific diet, and they have to. They like, don't have to. Be faster than. You're telling me Bartolo Colon was on a specific. Bartolo diet? Colon was a pitcher. I don't care. He's so so pitchers are the only ones that don't have to regiment their diet. Yeah. yeah. What about Prince Fielder? He wasn't on no goddamn diet. He, he was wasn't a vegan when he was started. On, he sure. was on the okay. fucking I'm gonna eat everything diet. That fat son bitch. Right. Just kidding. I love you. Any other questions, Rob? Uh, Butcher, whatever your name is. <laughs> no, I guess you guys are right. It's all okay that these that the draft. Every time I try to do this draft topic, it goes well, way no, off the rails. Like I said, I mean, so they end up being an undrafted player. So they end up only getting a $20,000 signing bonus. They're still going to have that initial first-year player contract. There's, no, there's nothing in these changes that said that those dollars are going to change. It's your signing bonus is going to change. And if you're, if you're undrafted after five rounds, I don't know about you, but I don't, think, I don't think those guys really deserve much more than that as far as the signing bonus goes. I mean... 
they're not a superstar stellar five tool prospect that they got to be thirty two teams are frauding at all. Well, yeah, but they're not. They're not those guys that. That they're not the prospects, the blue chips that everybody's fawning over either. True. So you're going to get your first year player deal. You're going to get twenty grand extra, and you're getting a chance to play in the big leagues. Right. Yeah. I think I think the main thing is that they still get a chance to prove themselves. Right. I guess what my point is, I think it's unnecessary to cut the draft down to five rounds. Yes, of course you can sign undrafted players for a twenty thousand dollars signing bonus, but this also comes on the heels of forty minor league teams are being cut. But before the end of the year, so not only are forty teams getting cut, there's also going to be it's going to be a lot harder for teams to want to sign people. I think it's unnecessary for the sixty-one million dollars that was spent on players after the fifth round. That's that's all these that these teams are going to be saving, which is virtually nothing when you're talking about the future of this league and you're trying to grow this league and make it bigger and better. Oftentimes, there are players that take a little longer time to get to the point where they're able to play. Hence why Pujols may have lied about his age, because if he said he was a 21-year-old prospect, they'd be like, oh, this guy should be good enough by now. But because he said he was a 19-year-old prospect, they're like, wow, this guy has a high ceiling. That's, that's all I'm saying. I think it was unnecessary for the MLB to cut it down to five rounds. When there's, This is the one time that people might actually pay attention to the draft because it's happening on June 10th when there's no other sports going on, short of a UFC fight tonight. Thank God for the UFC for actually pulling an event off. But I'm just saying that... I, it's supposed to be a pretty good card tonight, too. I yeah, but people were supposed to be... This was a chance for people to actually give a shit about the draft as well. This is, this is just going to complicate things for these players whose futures are already so very uncertain. I, I feel like they cut it more than they had to. Yeah, from 40 to 5? That's a huge like cut. You could have had 15, 20 rounds still. Uh, yeah, 20, With, I think, would be okay. I mean, $61 million was spent, so that break that up, that's, that's $2 million a team, essentially, that they don't have to pay now. When I think these teams are going to be fine, I think these owners are going to be fine, for the most part. But then again, who's who's I think for they're us? Gonna, to say? I think they're going to bounce back next year. I think with the shit going on this year, I think I think it'll have a bounce back year next year. Yeah. Once everything's back to normal, I think they're going to see solo crowds more often. Yeah, and I think even this year, like they're going to get hella TV revenue being the only sport active up until football starts. And that's if MLB and NHL, I mean, NBA and NHL don't get started before then too. Well, I heard the NBA was coming back, but they're going to have, I, they gotta, gonna have some funky shit. They got a contingency too. plan, but it, but nothing's set in stone with the NBA from what I understand. What about the NHL, Seamus? Have you heard anything? NHL update. I have heard July. For starting games? Yeah, finishing up. And I have not heard anything as far as like a, Training camp or a preseason, um, so I'm I can not really the, sure how that's all going to work. I can see the NHL just saying, "Fuck it, we don't need a training camp or spring I could preseason." Because yeah. the NHL is the only one who like they don't follow by that. Like, you got to take care of your body and all this shit. Well, they're that's because like, they're fighting all the time. Yeah, because they're fighting all the time. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> Give me a steak and a their milkshake. Tra- their training camp is boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing polar bears. <laughs> Nine rounds. <laughs> Nine rounds of the polar bear, then you get on the ice. Your fucking teeth get knocked out and you come back in the third period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're a little different playing hockey. Um, KBO. We always got to talk KBO between that and Taiwan. It's all we got to talk about in terms of present I Major League Baseball. five minutes of the KBO. The I've watched about ten, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think it's fun. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, know it's anything. baseball. It's fucking baseball, and I'm happy to... It's not the same because I can't read any of their names. Right, right. So I can't be like, well, who the hell is that? Because they all look the same to me. 
Yeah, it's like this this league that's out there to tide us over until Major League Baseball starts again, just to have some fresh, new baseball being played. Um, just the story I want to talk about from the KBO is that um, the KBO demoted a crew of umpires um, in a recent game. So the KBO, the KBO has demoted a crew of five umpires to their minor leagues after a player criticized their, their recent performances. The KBO announced that the crew worked Thursday's game between the SK Wyverns and the Hanwha Eagles. After the Eagles' 8-4 win, Hanwha outfielder Lee Yong-Q addressed the umpire's inconsistency during a TV interview, and this is what he said. Even though it's only been three games this season, a lot of players are really unhappy with the lack of consistency on bad strike calls. I'd like to ask all the umpires to please be more considerate of the players. We are all very confused with the inconsistent zone. I know the umpires are doing their best out there, but I just hope they should start seeing things from the players' perspective too. That was from Lee Yong Q. It was a very nice statement by by Q, huh? It, it was. It was quite <laughs> respectful. It was That was an interpreter. Interpret interpreter. Interpretator. Interpretator. But yeah, go on. But no, it was very very thought out, <laughs> very, you know his his plead was well voiced. Um, I'm trying to think of how that would go over here. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm just imagining, like, this Q character yelling at the ump and saying, I'd like you to take into consideration the batters, just shouting in his face. Like, I wish you would be more considerate of our feelings. Yeah, but in that culture, you know, you have to, you have to be very, very, very calm and very sincere, you know. Yeah, yeah, and cordial, I guess, but it's just interesting. Do you think Bryce Harper's saying that to Joe I was, West? I was just going to say, I'm picturing <laughs> Bryce Harper standing behind a blanket of microphones and just tuning up Joe West. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Bryce Harper saying, that guy's fucking blind, keep him off the goddamn baseball field, what the hell is he thinking, he's too old? Hey, I'll take out your good eye. <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> but he's like... But but on top of that, do you really think that Bryce Harper could tell a crew of TV reporters in the United States that that crew was making inconsistent calls and then the MLB would send them down to the minor leagues? No way in hell. No. Like, a player does not have that kind of voice where they can... I don't... Yeah, not happening. I, I could... I don't, I don't see that ever happening. But... Your take, Black Josh. On what? I'm sorry, I was looking up stats on Tyler Saladino for some ungodly reason. Do it. Give it. I did already. They're horrible. What are, what are, what are his stats? Tyler his, Saladino. His battering average... <clears throat> battering? Batting average is 176. Good. On base is 263. Wow. Tyler Saladino in KBO. 412 for slugging, 675 OPS. Beautiful. He's got 17 at-bats and three hits. Three for 17. And, and one of, one of his One yeah. of his hits were... Uh, was a home run. Yeah, I remember him hitting the home run. It was a big deal, and people were saying, like, oh, Dino's doing so good out there, but... No. At a Wasn't he in Brewer Spring training this year? He was a Brewer last year. He was a Brewer, but no, they didn't They didn't bring him back. Okay. Yeah, they, he played a couple games. Not many, though. Yeah, nobody wanted to sign him, so he went out. out yeah, he's, uh, in, uh, he's on the uh, Samsung Lions. Samsung Lions. And not having a good time, apparently. No. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's rough. 
Sad for Dino. That poor bastard. That I liked bastard. him though. I thought he. I, I liked Dino. He did way he, better. He, right he was. He was. Us. Yeah, he was one of those guys that like had a nice stretch, like Eric Sogar did or Jesus Aguilar, where there was like a good, you know, three to four weeks where you're like, oh shit, Saladino, you know, he can mm-hmm. he can be an everyday infielder, and he played a few positions, kind of like that Aaron Perez role, but a little more successful as of as of late. But Black Josh, I want to get your thoughts on if you think in the United States you could ever have a player. Talk to TV, talk to TV reporters, and get a whole umpire crew sent down to the minor leagues. Do you, could absolutely you ever see that? No. no, absolutely not. That would never happen. These umps are fighting. Not for even, their not even Mike Trout's got that kind of pull. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe nope. they love him. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was an interesting story coming out of the KBO. Um, keeping it into the Far East, I want to talk about Taiwan baseball. That's we are foreign baseball centric here at the Five Tool Podcast. Well, on, it's the only baseball on right now. So. Right on Friday, there were fans in the stands for the Fubon Guardians versus wow. the Uni Lions. Fubon Guardians. Yep, Fubon Guardians versus that the Uni Lions. That is my Taiwanese baseball league team, right there. Fubon Guardians. I just <laughs> like that rolls off the tongue so well. <laughs> it sounds like an XFL team name. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Wasn't there a Guardians XFL team this year? I don't, we don't talk XFL That's on the show. Yeah, there was yeah, I, I, that was a dark point in our history, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very dark. <laughs> the Fubon Guardians. Yeah, the I Fubon just Guardians. Like that. But anyways, yeah, there was actually fans in the stands for a baseball game. Um, How many? Does it? Do you know? Um, it was in the thousand, like between a thousand and two thousand, I believe, because fans, uh, their body temperature was tested at the gates. Oh my lord! Um, and they were to sit no less than three seats apart. From each other with masks. Okay. That was that was my question. That's what I was getting. To. Yeah, they all had to sit at least three seats apart, but there was actually fans in the stands for games out in Taiwan. So I mean, dude, all signs are pointing good. I mean, we got the M- the MLB draft coming up the tenth. Spring training supposed to. Well, that's the article you show me, Josh. Is I I believe the announcement's going to come Tuesday. I think that's when they're going to start the talks. Yeah, according to what I just read. Yeah, so it sounds like Tuesday is when the MLB is going to send the memo out to the players' union. Yep. As to when to be ready, the contingency plan. So they've been working on this for a long time. So Shane, I think it's going to take a while though, because they're going to be they're going to be offering back and forth until they come up with yeah. something. From what everything I've read, there's more players than not that want to play. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be because that the article that I actually showed you, or part of that article that I actually showed you, was that they are going to try to offer players. Less money this year because they're playing less games. That's where all. That's where the negotiations are going to come in. It's going to be the service time and it's going to be the money. That's what they got to work out. These guys want to get paid first and foremost, and but yeah, they're going to get paid. Then less. we'll. That's this is when we're going to find out who's playing to play and who's playing to bank. Right, Anthony Rizzo's playing to bank. He said a few times. He said a few times already that he he is not interested in playing this year. That Anthony Rizzo is just. But now everything's coming out, everything's opening up, it's happening in other countries, MLB's got to do something, and you got this short window where you're going to be the only sport out there, and they got to capitalize on this, and the reports were saying June 10th for a spring training and a potentially July 1st yeah. regular yep. season. Yeah, they're looking at like 80 games, I think, about, Yeah. and then uh, some sort of extended playoff thing. Yeah, yeah, some sort of round robin thing. Where they're, they're talking seven teams from each league, or seven teams... From each going into the playoffs or okay. something like that, and still the three divisions. Yeah, it didn't say that. Yeah, a little bit that I read on it. I hope there's some divisional shakeup for this year. It's already a fucking weird season. Let's make it weirder. Let's have some fun and yeah, I, I like the three division idea. But we'll see. Come Tuesday. Well, they were so that this the one that I read was talking that they're gonna have teams are only gonna play division rivals, 
And yeah, there's going to be division. very limited traveling. Yeah. And they don't know what they're going to do with the Blue Jays because... <laughs> Nobody knows what we're going to yeah, do with the Blue because Jays. Because if, if you go to Canada, now you're, you're, you're set on an automatic 14-day quarantine. They're still doing that in Canada? I guess so. Jeez. It might be us doing it. Well, so I'm sure if you, go, if you go out of this country and come back, you got a quarantine for 14 days. They'll send the that blue, might be us saying that. They'll send the Blue Jays out down here, I'm sure. Yeah. Or just don't have the Blue Jays. Get rid of two teams. Get rid of the Blue Jays and the, the Marlins. The Marlins. Actually, I like the Marlins. <laughs> Get rid of the Mets. I think we should just have people who play football come and play baseball, and then we'll just flop all the players. So every, all the baseball players can go play football. All the football players can come play baseball. What football player do you think would be the best baseball Not player? Not Tim Tebow, I'll tell you that. He's, been, he's in double. He's in double A. What football player do you think is the best? I, I want to say like Russell Wilson. He is a... He did play baseball. Yeah, I know, that's baseball. why I'm saying him. He's in the Yankees farm system. <laughs> that's why I'm saying Wilson. Um, yeah, I'd go with him. He could probably... Yeah, if he focused on baseball, I think he'd do all right. Yeah, I could see him being a middle infielder for sure. Um... Who else you got? Tyreek Hill would be good at stealing bases. Fuck yeah, he would. <laughs> he'd be bat- his batting average would probably be low, but he'd be good at stealing bases. Seamus. Um, Tom Brady played baseball. Tom Brady? Oh, what a he, shot. He could play ball, right? He did. Yeah, he I think baseball. Brady could play ball. I don't think he could play ball anymore. He's older than fucking Albert Pools. Even with his fake age. <laughs> no, I think Tom Brady's a little more athletic than than Pools. That's because he drinks fucking seventy five gallons of water. Pat Mahomes could play ball. Pat Mahomes could play. Anyway. You're yeah, you're just really riding Pat Mahomes' Johnson, dude. Listen, Seamus, I know it's hard for you to have another quarterback take on the throne of greatest quarterback in the NFL right dude, now. Dude, don't even do it. But it's so clear and obvious to Pat Mahomes. No, it nothing is clear. He could and retire obvious. today and he would be a Hall of Famer. Nope. No. Yes. Nope. No. Yes. Nope. No. He is making football appetizing once again. I I I like Patty Mahomes, but I'm I'm on Seamus' side on this one. Yeah. If he re- if this was his last if last year was his last year playing, he's not making the Hall of Fame. Nope, not no at all. chance, zero chance. You guys, many rings with Rogers. Jay Cutler would get in before. Well, Jay Cutler is a legend. Jay Cutler is a legend. Yeah, but not he for told his, his supermodel wife to get in. Uh, <laughs> or not for football, Yank. All right, back back to uh, baseball. Oh, know. now we want to get back to baseball. Yeah, here's a player who would probably be really bad at football because he's really bad at baseball. But Bryce Harper is in the news for saying the MLB players should be able to be playing in the Olympics. Harper is fired up about the MLB's refusal to allow big leaguers to play in international events like the Olympics. Harper says, it's such a travesty to me. The 2020 Olympics in Japan and you're not sending big league guys? Are you kidding me? You want to grow the game as much as possible, and you're not going to let us play in the Olympics because you don't want to lose out, out of money for a two-week period. Yeah, that's dumb. He continues, you have Shohei Otani going back playing for Japan, facing Mike Trout. Just imagine that. Can you imagine being in a foreign country, standing on the line, listening to your anthem blare? Dude, there's nothing better. It fires me up sitting here. There's nothing better. Bryce Harper, fired up. I think, I think you should have. Why wouldn't you have? Major leaguers play in the Olympics. I understand there's a World Baseball Classic for that, but you still have, I mean, fuck it. Let them play in the Olympics. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's like, like um, 
like Don August said, he's like, yeah, I was. He wasn't in the big leagues when he went. They were only signing amateur college players. I don't see why you wouldn't. This is the one time Bryce, Bryce Harper's ever been right. That's the real story here. It's not. Yeah, that is it's not what story. he's saying. The real story is that Bryce Harper was right. What do we do with this information? Nothing. Because as soon as you say Bryce Harper, they're going to be like, whatever, bye. <laughs> but, I mean, they allow NBA players to play. Yeah. They allow NHL players to play. I think what it is is, because the NBA plays basketball in the Summer Olympics, correct? Mm-hmm. I think it's because, like, like he's saying, they don't want to stop baseball for two weeks. The NHL plays in the Winter Olympics, and that's right in the middle of the fucking hockey season. Yeah, they care. Well, NHL... Like, we always say it's a separate category. They do things the way most sports should be ran, <laughs> except for the pay. Um, but, but yeah, they're doing it right. Yeah, yeah. unless you're the Bruins ownership group. They are assholes. Yeah, there's, there's something wrong with them. They're horrible it's people. It's just nice that you're not wearing your Penguins jersey today. Yeah, Seamus loves the pens. <laughs> go, pens, go. It doesn't match the minivan. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Bryce Harper's completely right. You, It's... Yeah, Seamus is going to give his minivan talk in a little bit, but yeah, I think Bryce Harper's completely right. You should be letting these uh, these players play overseas. Let them play. Yeah. Let them play. Let the kids play, goddammit. And now, Seamus, it's your, ta- your turn to take the floor in this new running segment we've been doing starting... My, 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 my top We're, whatever number list. We are going to, yes, Seamus' top, let's do top three. Let's make it easy for you. It actually might make it harder for you. But Seamus' top three interstate highways. No. Today was the inland waters. Do you have inland waterways? I do. All right. Top three inland waterways. And I have have interstates. That that will be on Wednesday. Wednesday, Seamus, your top three inland waterways. Inland waterways. Lakes or or rivers. Lakes or rivers. Or streams. Or or streams. Or ponds. Ponds. Puddles. Yep. Favorite puddles. Um... I'm so excited. For doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where I cross it. Crossing the Mississippi is always beautiful. I I can cross it from with um oh shit what's the name of the town whatever the town Did I you? can't remember the t- no it's the Wisconsin the, the Wisconsin town. You're letting all the fans down. I can't remember the name of the damn town. But, um, yeah, crossing from Wisconsin into Dubuque, that scenery is beautiful. Crossing from Menominee, Wisconsin, into Minnesota is gorgeous. Anytime I leave Illinois and I go into Missouri, I'm always happy regardless. But <laughs> there are two I different ways. I can't remember ways. the name of the town either. Yeah, I've been there too. I don't know. That's, are, where, that, that's where that picture was taken. There are two different ways that I can do it going around St. Louis that I cross the, the Missouri, um, crossing from Missouri into Arkansas. It's, it's, crossing the Mississippi River is absolutely beautiful. That is, and I, I'm doing these backwards. I'm giving you my top one first. Oh, oh, you didn't tell the people. Top, the top inland waterway on Seamus is the truck driver's list. Number one, the Mississippi River. Just because... Doesn't matter where throughout the country I cross it; it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, wow. Number two is um, Lake Okeechobee. Lake Okeechobee, number two on Seamus's list of top inland waterways. Because 
the highway goes damn near all the way from the north end to the south end, right through the middle. Where is the Where chicken fuki? Yeah. <laughs> Okeechobee, it's in Florida. Got it. Which side? Panhandle? Um, like the middle. The middle. Smack dab in the middle of the Okeechobee. Yeah. It's, it's, it's beautiful. What kind of fish you catch in the Okeechobee? I don't know. I don't fish from it. I drive across it. <laughs> that is a weird fucking name. What do you love about it so much? Just the fact that from the the highway goes the entire length of the lake. It's like it doesn't just catch a little segment of it. It's pretty much straight through the middle of the waterway. Beautiful. Can you it's, see across it? Is it, is it pretty small? No. No? Okeechobee's a pretty and big one. You can't look out the side and see shoreline. It's just wow. water and then the horizon. You're painting quite a picture here, Seamus. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. You ready for your number picture, three? Picture a 75, 80 degree day, blue skies, no, not a cloud in the sky, and you look out your driver's door, your driver's window, and you see nothing but water. Okeechobee. It's beautiful. And next, number three on Seamus' list of top inland waterways. The Everglades. Ooh, he's a big Florida buff, isn't he? Alligator Alley. The Everglades is beautiful. What do you love so much about the Everglades? Just because you can see, you know, gators. You know, you got various birds. I bet you I picked that up. It's, it's, it's just the scenery. It, it's all about the scenery. I have never you know. been. And going across the Everglades, the bridges are floating bridges. This guy loves bridges so much. They're floating bridges. Floating bridges. Describe a floating because bridge. Because the Everglades, with it being a swamp, they are built in such a way that they move with the current. So it's like they they float through the water. They're not stationary. They're not colors. anchored down. Right. Wow. Seamus is top three of all time inland waterways. That's I'm beautiful. surprised there was two Floridas on there. Two, yeah, I'm, I'm actually of surprised. Of all the places too. you've been, you had to go to Florida's. That's well, there fine. isn't a lot of water out west. Well, there is. Great Salt Lake. That's There's no water. There's no water. There's Just a bunch salt. of big ass lakes in Texas. Well, the. Uh, the Those Hubbard, round up the top 10, though. The Ray Hubbard Reservoir on the <laughs> east side of Dallas is probably my number four. Ooh, tell us about that. Yep, let's go ahead. Well, it's... I think that's the one I went over. Hot take. It's on Interstate 30. Mm. And it's, it's, it's a man-made body of water. Mm. It's, um... It's Google. A man-made in the top five. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just another, another, you know, you're, you're out there. And, again, it's all about the view. You know, it's you're you're driving through Texas. You're seeing cattle ranches and horse ranches and dust clouds, and you know, then right before you you go through about four hours of nothing but plains and and ranch Whoa. ranch land, and right before you get into the city, you cross this body of water. It's kind of like your transition point. Wow. From, like you know. Yep, that's the one I was thinking. The riders of, you know, like the cowboys of Texas, 
to the city guys of Texas. You know, this waterway is, is your your buffer in between. Wow. That was the J. Edgar Hubbard. The Ray Hubbard Reservoir. The Ray Hubbard Reservoir. It's funny because it doesn't even show up on Google Maps as that it's named. Really? Only Seamus knows the name. Wow. I, I couldn't remember the name, right but that's by the Rockwell. same one. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's there the same one it. I went over. There you have it, Seamus' top four inland waterways. There's a whole lot of expensive-looking buildings on that lake. Mm. Yes, there are. And there's a Bass Pro Shop right there at the <laughs> marina. He's right. He's right. And right next to the Bass Pro Shop is a Hooters. That I did not know. Right next to the Hooters is a Whataburger. Whataburgers are dope. Whataburger needs to be nationwide. I'll, in my I'll opinion, that. In my opinion, Whataburger is the best fast food hamburger in the country. Wow, that might be pushing it. Yeah, Culver's bro. Mm-mm. A Whataburger beats a Butterburger any day there's of the no week, in my in opinion. Hell. Yes. I've never had one, and nor will I ever probably have one, but there's no way that that's true. And oh. Seamus is a liar, therefore his list means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Wednesday, Seamus will have his top three favorite interstate highways. I can't just when he three of restores those. his credibility. <laughs> Um, next, I want to get to our big topic of the day. Real big quick. Big topic of the day. Top, my top, however many I decide to give you, I don't know yet, but highways or sections of highway? Hmm. I want to just go full highway, man. The sections will, will, will boost, you know, each of them. Okay, fair enough. You can use those sections as boosters. For the All list, right. But. I got my top one. For next week. All right. I can't wait for this discussion. Your top one roadway? I, I'll give my seventh, but not my top six. And it's not in Wisconsin. I'll just give my seventh. I would hope not. It is definitely not in Wisconsin. Wisconsin highways are kind of boring. Yep. As opposed to, like, Indiana or Illinois, though. As opposed to Illinois, they're way better. Because Illinois is just boring. Yeah. Like, I don't know why anybody wants to live in the state of Illinois. Neither do I. Neither do I. Alrighty. Our big topic of the day. A very fun story came out that TMZ reported recently. Oh, geez. Here we go. And it's a lot of fun. And I'm sure everybody's already heard about the story, but I'll just... I'll give the fun, hot details for everybody um, about Earl Thomas of the Ravens, formerly of the uh, Seattle Sea Chickens. Um... NFL star Earl Thomas is lucky to be alive after cops say his wife held a loaded gun less than a foot from his head after she allegedly caught him cheating with another woman. And his brother was there in the bed. Nina claims Earl, 30, who was 30 years old, left their home earlier in the day after an argument over the NFL players drinking. She claims Earl's brother, Seth Thomas, then picked him up. But a short time later, she decided to check on his whereabouts by logging into his Snapchat account and that's when she says she found a video of Earl with another woman. Nina says she used Earl's Snapchat account to track his location to a nearby Airbnb rental home and says she called up two other women to help her confront Earl at the pad. Nina also claims she grabbed Earl's pistol, a 9mm Beretta, in the process with the intention to scare him. When the woman arrived at the house, they discovered Earl and Seth naked in bed with other women. That's when Nina admits she pulled out the gun and put it to Earl's head, stating that she took out the magazine thinking the gun could not fire. But cops say Nina was unaware that the gun had a round in the chamber. Cops say one of the women in the house shot cell phone video from the incident, 
which they say shows Nina pointing the gun at Earl's head from less than a foot away, and it can clearly be seen that Nina's finger was on the trigger and the safety was disengaged. Fortunately for Earl, cops say the Raven's defensive back was able to wrestle the gun away from her. Cops say the cell phone video also shows Nina striking Earl in the nose before it ends. In an interview with Earl's alleged mistress at the scene, she claimed Nina also threatened her and the other women in the house, pointing the gun at them and yelling, I got something for all you hoes. <laughs> the woman claims one of Nina's other friends was carrying a knife and swinging it aggressively during the altercation as well. After speaking with everyone, cops ultimately arrested Nina and both members of her posse. Nina was booked for burglary of a residence with intent to commit aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, family violence, and later bonded out. Um, first of all, how was that burglary? <laughs> that's my first question. I want to know how that's burglary. Unless she started taking things, right? Which it doesn't sound like she did. Breaking and entering, sure. Yeah. Burglary, uh -uh. Nice try, Popo. <laughs> so, so you're saying the cops botched this from the get-go? Yep. Um, so what I, what I really wanted to talk about with this story, I mean, there's a lot... And she pistol-whipped him! She said she struck him with the nose. It doesn't say... I want to see the video. It doesn't say with a gun. And hopefully... Well, yeah. Hopefully video's released um, God, from I the cops so. about this. Because this is so. a fucking interesting uh, story. And so many things to get to. So, like, it says that Seth and Earl were in bed with other women. So that sounds like there was multiple women in bed with the guys. Yeah. <laughs> so they were running a train on these chicks. And Nina tracks him down, so he had his location on on his cell phone. He wasn't thinking. And I just want to know if they did if they Eiffel Towered her, dude. Yeah, at least one of them. <laughs> you almost have to, right? But what I, the kind of what I want to talk about is, is there going to be any punishment for Earl Thomas? No. What? Because he was stupid. Right. The only thing. The he only did, yeah. The, the only, only thing, thing he he's guilty he of is is getting caught cheating on his wife. Right. He didn't bring the gun. No, he didn't bring yeah. the gun. All he was doing was getting his dick wet by someone other than his wife. I don't think he's. I don't think he faces any punishment. I don't think the NFL will punish him either, unless they're trying to. Unless they're just mad that he hurt their image. How how can they punish but him? But he anything? didn't hurt. She was the one who caused the image to be hurt by her creating the scene. I think NFL is going to make him divorce her. <laughs> I don't think they can make him di oh, divorce her. Oh, Roger Goodell can make people do anything. Don't you know that? Well, Jerry Jones is going to take this over. <laughs> Jerry Jones is going to take this over. What I kind of wanted to get to was, like, where do we draw the line? So do you think it's appropriate that the NFL or the MLB um, suspends people for domestic abuse cases? Um, in this situation, no. No, I'm not talking about this situation. I'm talking about situations in general. Do you think? But do you think other... it's the right of the NFL or teams to be suspending players for domestic violence? Yes, you do. But where like, you... like that one that fucking beat his wife in the elevator. Right. He definitely should have. Ray got suspended. Rice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ray Rice, that's what his name. Yeah. I kept thinking Ray Allen, but I knew he was a basketball player. And this is also a case with the Ravens. So that was Ray Rice was a Raven. That's what I'm saying. This is also the case with the Raven in, in this situation. And didn't, uh, didn't Ray Lewis have something, too? Yeah, Ray Lewis killed St a guy. He's, he, he stabbed a guy to death, yeah. And he was a Raven. And he was a Raven. And now he's on TV. <laughs> they need to just get rid of the Ravens, I yeah, guess. what's going on down in Baltimore there? They're all bad boys, Holy man. shit. Um, so so we, we think it's appropriate that the NFL 
um, suspends for domestic violence cases. Do you think it's okay for the M- NFL and MLB to suspend for drug cases? Depends on the drug. Depends on the drug. Cocaine? Yes. No. Yes? No. Marijuana? No. I think we all agree now. Opiates? Mm, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I guess we all agree on this one. That makes the topic no fun. <laughs> uh, we didn't agree on the cocaine. I said no. <laughs> Fight it out on the cocaine. Why do, you think no. it, why do you think it's okay for players to be able to... What I wanted to talk about was where this where this line where is well, this line of distinction? Coke, yes, crack, no. Let let it let Coke go, but no crack. Mm, disagree. Strongly disagree. Yeah. Strongly. Rob, where do you go ahead? Continue. What I really wanted to get to is, like, where do we draw the line? Because it's an employer and it's not the, the federal prosecutors that suspend these players from games. So I wanted to get, get an idea for where it's we think the line. It's personal conduct. You're con- working for so Habitat. Working for Habitat, if, if you're not conducting yourself, you know, if you do something, like, for a while there, weren't you using the company work vehicle? Yeah. On your personal time? Yeah. So if you would have... Well, <laughs> throw that on the podcast. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> well, I, I bring that up, and you very easily could have just squashed that yourself. Well, because it was approved. Like, I was allowed to. Yeah, but had something happened while you were on your personal time, you know, but you were in that vehicle, they could have punished you in-house right. because of your conduct... And how it was viewed, how it, how it could have potentially so, made your employer be viewed. To elaborate more on what he's saying, Quad Graphics has they do a lot of business trips, and when you do a business trip, they have company vehicles that you drive. Right. And now they can't; they're totally okay with you going and getting wasted. They don't give a shit. But if you get pulled over and you get an OWI in the company vehicle, you are automatically fired. Like you don't even come home. They call you, they're like, you're done. Pay for your own hotel, you're fucked. Because done. you're poorly conducting yourself on company time. So No, you're no. on your own time. Right, yeah. but you're in a company vehicle, so you're, pro- you're, you're in <laughs> co- company property. I understand that. So why, why shouldn't the NFL be able to con- convict or to, to suspend Earl Thomas for cheating on, getting drunk and cheating on his wife and getting exposed? Well, because that's not really... That's personal conduct. He's a representative for the NFL and for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, but... He's not really doing anything dangerous. It's not like he was out driving, cheating on his wife. But he was giving his, his team and the NFL a bad name. So, for instance, my brothers told me that if you cheat on your wife in the Marine Corps and it becomes public knowledge, you would get in trouble. You would be punished by the Marine Corps. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out about that because I don't believe that. Because it, it, in, in fidelity, you're not, you're not supposed to be cheating on your spouse in military situations. Military wives cheat all the goddamn time. Yeah, no, it doesn't work out. I don't, I don't think that's accurate. I'm pretty... Well... My brother, who's a Marine, told me that, so I don't know why, what, what grounds he would have to lie about that. I'm going to ask but my it's, Marine it's, friend. How's that? All right. This is going nowhere. Um, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think that's right. Okay. <laughs> With that, 5-Tool Podcast, we're out. Thanks. Don't wind in the plate.